0: There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Proverbs 14,
1: verse 12. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you.
0: Alright ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another Legion of Michael podcast. I am your host Paul Markle. Thank you very much once again for joining me. Episode 36 here, for you. And uh, thank you to everyone who has joined recently who has uh, signed up for the Legion of Michael training course. You can go to legionofmichael.com for all the details that is our church security distance learning training program. So get in on that. And of course, we have the Legion of Michael book, which is available uh, as well on Amazon as a Kindle or a paperback, or you can get it at ShopSOTG.com. You may have read the title to today's episode and thought, well, duh, of course, God, our father is not a new age parent. The reason that I, uh, well, I have these notes today and I have this discussion to talk about it I was recently on a trip, as you know, as we talked about it last week, I was on a, uh, a cross-country trip and I was able to interact with and observe people all across the United States. People in truck stops or restaurants or stores or wherever out in public. Most of you, I'm assuming, probably have heard or listened to the new age parents. When I say new age parents, these are the ones, these are the parents who are not like my parents and uh, who did not do, did not and do not raise their children uh, the way I was taught to raise children. For instance, they will take a, uh, at the restaurant or in line at the, at the uh, subway or the McDonald's or whatever. And they've got their little, they've got their little two-year-old or one-year-old or, you know, the kid who's who's big enough to walk, but they're not really big. You know, you still got to hold their hand. Little kids, little tiny kids, right? Now, when I uh, was growing up, when my parents took us out or when they took us somewhere, and we were little, when we were toddlers, you know, uh, they ordered us the food. They didn't look at us and say, "Hey." their 18, 20, 22-month-old child, son, daughter, what would you like? And then stand there while everyone else in the world waits for the child to uh, mumble some stuff. Uh, we didn't do that when my wife and I were children, but they asked their little kids, what, what do you want, the little toddlers? Or or we hear them, These are uh, these new age folks, we hear them using the what I'll term, I was trying to come up with a good term of this, the weak voice. Now, now, Jimmy, you know, the the little girl or the little boy, usually it's a little boy, but sometimes it's a little girl uh, is acting up in public. And if I, when I was a small child, if I acted up in public, first of all, I didn't. And if I did, it was very short-lived because I knew my father was not going to tolerate it. And my mother wasn't going to tolerate it either. Uh and they jerked a knot in my uh, chain real quick. But the, these new age parents with their weak voice, now, Billy, now, Billy, we need to use our indoor voice. Now, Billy, what's the matter? What, why are we doing this? Uh, no, that's not how you deal with small children. They don't have the ability to use reason or logic to sound it out, or to feel it out, or to, like, hmm, why am I doing this? What is it because I'm tired and I'm cranky? Is it because I'm hungry? Is it because I'm a spoiled little child that's used to getting their way all the time and has never been told no? No. These new age people with their weak voices. Now, Jimmy, well, that is that how we talk to people, Jimmy? Uh, Have you heard the new age parents talk about how they allow their children to express themselves uh, or however they see fit? Well, we're not going to we're not going to tell our child how to be. We're going to we allow our child to express themselves however they see fit to, to grow into themselves. To grow into themselves from what? They have, they're an empty sponge. That child doesn't need you to let it just, well, express itself. It needs direction. Now, right now in our world, we're bearing witness to the results of the no spanking timeout generation. This started about 20, maybe 25 years ago. The we don't spank our children. That's wrong, and it will scar them, and it will harm their self-esteem. And that's the uh, the other side of the coin is we're witnessing the results of the self-esteem generation, self-esteem training. Everyone gets a trophy. Everyone gets a ribbon. Well, this, why? Why do they get ribbons and trophies? Well, because they showed up. We don't fail children. We don't hold children back anymore. Yeah, but they do didn't do the work. Apparently, they either didn't want to do the work or they were unable to do the work or for whatever reason, they didn't do the work. They didn't pass the test. They're not up to speed with the rest of their class. Now, when I was growing up, if you were a kid in school and you didn't do the work and you weren't grasping the you know the the educational process. You know the reading and writing and arithmetic and all that. If you weren't grasping it, eventually the parents and the teachers had to sit down. The teachers like, look, here's the deal. Little Jimmy is not doing the work. Little Jimmy is not reading, writing, arithmetic, and like the rest of the classes. We need to hold Jimmy back a year and have him do second grade again, third grade, fourth grade, whatever. Right, fifth grade. We don't do that anymore, because that's we can't do that. That would be harmful to their self esteem. We what well, what what are we teaching children by failing them, by holding them back? Those are all bad terms. Well, what are we going to do instead? Well, well, we're just going to keep pushing them forward, keep pushing them onto the next grade and the next and next until eventually they'll 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 figure it out. They'll. They'll learn how to express themselves and so on and so forth. Is that working for our society? Look around. Look at the delinquency. Look at the juvenile monsters that we've raised in our society. You say, "Oh, I haven't seen any juvenile monsters and you probably weren't paying attention the last year or two. Apparently you didn't look at the news the last few years. These Late teen, early twenty-somethings, out in the streets, rioting and 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 protesting for justice by burning down private property and smashing out windows of cars and walking through neighborhoods and chucking rocks through the uh, living room windows of innocent people. You say well, wh- what do you? What's your point, Paul? That those kids right there, those late teen, early twenties, that is the product of the no spanking timeout generation. Talk to anyone who's an employer who has to employ entry-level workers. In this day and age, it is a nightmare to hire entry-level workers because entry-level workers are 18, 19, 20 years old. They have no discipline. They think everything is all about them. They have no attention span whatsoever. And if anything goes, well, if it does, anything doesn't go their way or the way they expect, they pout, they whine, they complain. They just don't go to work. Or they show up late constantly because it's all about them. You see... In our self-esteem training, everyone gets a trophy. No one's ever wrong. We don't hold children back. We don't fail children. We did that, and we raised them. And now they're teenagers. Now they're 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, even almost 25 years old. They go out into the workforce, and they believe that they should get everything they want. Nothing should ever be difficult. And if things are difficult, then it's not their fault. It's someone else's fault. It's not that they didn't do the work. It's the other people have too high of expectations. You say, what does this have to do with Legion of Michael? And what does this have to do with God? And what does this have to do with parenting? Well, I'm about to tell you. You see, this new age parenting, this new age thinking has infected our society. It has infected our world, and perhaps, just perhaps, it is this new age thinking that gets in the way of Christians' relationships with their Father, their Holy Father, their Heavenly Father. You see, humans default to what, a thing that we call mirror thinking. It is the natural—I uh, don't know if it's called if it's a habit but it is the it is the natural habit, it is the natural state of man to believe that everybody else thinks, or at least should think, as they do. And they apply that thought process, they apply their worldly thinking to God.
2: What's the easiest choice you can make?
1: investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at That's corient.com. That's corien tcom com. They've spent so long convincing
0: themselves, how many of you heard these new age people, these millennial parents uh, talking about, well, we we don't use right and wrong in our house. We don't ever tell our children that that was wrong or bad. There's no right and wrong. It's it's how you feel. And if our child is, if they're misbehaving, we, we sit them down and we ask them how they feel. Okay. It is this absence of right and wrong or this belief that there is no right and there is no wrong there's only just it's how you feel. And if how you feel makes you feel good if that makes you feel whatever well then it's then it's good. Then it's okay. We don't judge here. They forget that there is genuine Good, and there is genuine evil in our world. Going back to the opening uh, verse, there is a way which seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Very, very simple proverb from King Solomon. There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. And you see, that is what we do in our world. We convince ourselves that we are so smart. And we apply our thinking, our human thinking, to our relationship with our Heavenly Father. You guys remember Charles Baudelaire? Charles Baudelaire was a French poet and author, and probably his most, thanks to Hollywood, his most famous quote, or one of his most famous quotes, is... The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. You say, well, yeah, but these people don't think the devil. Ah, when you say, when you think, when you apply the thought process, there's no good, there's no bad. We we don't use those terms. You know, we don't quantify behavior as good or bad. It's It's more complex than that. You don't understand, Paul. We talk about our feelings. No, there's right and there's wrong. And I don't care how you feel. Your feelings don't alter fact. Ah, but to the new age parent, there is no devil. It doesn't exist. It's just how we feel. People apply their new age thinking to their relationship with their heavenly father. They ignore his commands when those commands get in the way of what they desire or their feelings. You see, these new age folks, the new age folks who have raised their children to, they ask the toddler what it wants to eat, rather than ordering food for the toddler or giving the toddler food and saying, this is what you're going to eat. Instead, they ask them, When when their child is misbehaving in public, instead of immediately correcting them and telling them, no, that is not how we behave in public, instead, what they do is they put their weak voice on and they say, well, Billy, can we use our indoor voice? You see, that thought process, when you behave that way, when that's how you treat the world, it translates to, well, other things. You see, these folks that don't believe in right or wrong, because right, those are, those are bad things. Those are negative things. I don't, we don't like to talk like that. They've convinced themselves that, well, when it comes, to, yes, and even if they believe, let's say they do believe in God. They believe that there is a God, and he's up there, and he's watching them. They're like, well, I don't believe that the the God that I worship wouldn't ever fill in the blank, wouldn't ever give a commandment or that would make someone feel bad about themselves. Because, well, I want to do that. I desire to do that. And because I desire to do it and my feelings say it's okay, then well, we're just going to go ahead and ignore those commandments. We're going to ignore the instructions. We're going to ignore the thousands of pages in the Bible that teach us and tell us and direct us how to live. You see, because in the mind of the new age parent, There, there are no hard set rules. Well, because first of all, rules are restrictive, and they don't allow us to express ourselves to our fullest, and we don't want that. Now, what we get, and what we are seeing right now, when you apply this thought process, is a big stinky mess. You see adults who don't know how to behave in public. You see adults who don't know how to deal with failure. They have no structure in their lives because they've never been given any structure. You cannot coddle and spoil and baby a child and talk about their feelings all day long and give them trophies for showing up. And even though they think two plus two is five and they can't spell cat and they spell it K-A-T, well, that's okay. We're just going to move you on to second, third, fourth grade and just keep moving you on. We're not going to tell you that you're wrong because that would hurt your self-esteem. We hurt their self-esteem. We've done severe damage to these children. And we've damaged our relationship with our Heavenly Father because we, these New Age folk, we act and behave as though God, our Heavenly Father, is some kind of a New Age parent. God wouldn't want to tell us that we were wrong. God would never say no to us. God would never discipline us or punish us for evil. You see, what these new age parents forget is that just because you punish a child or you tell a child no, doesn't mean you don't love it. As a matter of fact, if you love that child genuinely, you will park your own feelings and you will give that child structure and discipline and order in their life, and you will tell them no when no is the appropriate answer. If your child comes to you and says, look, I did my homework, two plus two is five. Well, how did you come up with that? Let's talk about how you came up with that. No, that you're, that's not the way to go about it. It's wrong. Well, but I don't want to... To feel that they're wrong, that's how they grow. That's how they learn. Read the Bible. Read the Old Testament. God had to take down the britches of the Israelites and spank them on a pretty regular basis. Last week, we talked about the first commandment, number one. The very beginning, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers on their children to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. This sounds like discipline to me. But showing loving devotion to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Ladies and gentlemen, do not allow this world to confuse you or conflict your idea of who God our Father is. Our heavenly Father knows what is best for us. That is why he gave us instructions and commandments. That's why he gave us prophets. That's why he gave us people like David and Solomon and Jeremiah and his own son Jesus Christ to set the example for us. Ladies and gentlemen, the example is there. God is not a new age parent. He is concerned with good and evil. And the devil does exist. And pretending that it's not the case is not going to save you. It makes me sad that there are so many people out there with this this socialistic, new-age way of man thinking. And it impedes their ability to have a quality relationship with their Heavenly Father. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. It is the time when I thank you for being here and I remind you to go to legionofmichael.com to sign up for the training program. And then we will close today with the warrior's prayer. Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.
1: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.